What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Game Boys. I'm your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morling, and here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and elite and elite tastemaker, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? It sounds better every time you, you bring it up, that, that new name of mine. It's a good one. It's Not good bad one. at it. I'm getting used to it. Not too shabby. Um, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, it definitely was a a Monday. Monday was Monday and today, uh, but we made it. We made it through. Made it through. So I that's all I can ask for. How about yourself? How you been doing? Oh, doing good. Doing good. Yeah, work was good. I, t- I was telling you beforehand. I was like, it was busy, but it was a good busy. Like it wasn't like a I'm so stressed out. I gotta get things done. It was like a all right, you know what? At least I got stuff to do. It's keeping me busy. Nothing has like a crazy crunch timeline right now. Uh, Well, we're getting towards the end of the month. Uh, And for us, in the past, that meant quick, get all of our client work done before the end of the month because we do, I do like web design SEO stuff. (laughs) Uh Um, But we've changed it this month where we front loaded the month. We got a lot of it done at the beginning of the month. Then we have the rest of the month that kind of like chill. Let me tell you, it's really nice. It's nice to not be like scrambling two days before the end of the month like we gotta get six clients work we gotta get six clients work done you know we're supposed to do eight hours each for them and we got two days to do it this is gonna work (laughs) math doesn't work that way um so yeah uh it feels good it feels good um but uh yeah just uh i i tell you what i just can't freaking wait for final fantasy 7 rebirth I yeah I, I I hear I I all the internet goobers are all talking about it. Lucky you, you get to play your Final Fantasies. I mean, it comes out Thursday, correct? Whatever the 29th is, I think it comes out Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. And if that's the case, depending on what time on Thursday, I really want to stream it because oh, that's my stream that's night. A great idea. That's my stream night or. I guess I need to look at the calendar. If it if it's one of those deals where it comes out at like 9 p.m. on Thursday, because uh, that's midnight Eastern time. Or... No, it should be 9 p.m. Wednesday. If the release date is the 29th, right? Then it'll be 9 p.m. Wednesday. That's what I was thinking, but I don't I don't know. I need to I need to double check. I need to double check exactly what it is. Because if that's the case, then yeah, I'm streaming it Thursday. But if it's right. something where it's like 9 p.m., I'm not gonna like switch halfway through or start streaming that late. So for the listeners out there, we're on the West Coast. That's why we're saying 9 p.m. and not midnight. West Coast, best coast best coast time baby um so we will uh but yeah uh, otherwise i'll do it friday but i'm pretty sure it's gonna be available yeah i think it's the wednesday night thing um that's gonna be so I mean, hard are... it's gonna be so hard to not want to not play it wednesday night though i gotta wait a whole day. don't do it don't do or you <laughs> no. could just push your day up yeah i could do that oh well, what i need to do i still need to play i never played uh intermission the, the integrate the, well integrate was like the name of like the the ps5 remaster that they did uh i think oh but, yeah but like but the actual, the, the actual is, mission okay. i think is called intermission if i remember right with, i with, would actually probably Yuffie. play that before you play um rebirth yeah that's that's exactly because what i was thinking it I, introduces a pretty major character a few major characters yeah to, uh, yeah i was originally planning on doing on stream and then hell divers 2 came out and stole all of my time <laughs> fair uh, fair, fair. But now I'm like, all right, I got a couple days, uh, and it's it says it's uh, on how long to be. I looked it up. It's like four and a half to eight hours. I was gonna say it's not very long. My, I was gonna say probably, I would wager and budget for six hours. Yeah. So it says like the fastest run is like four and a half. 
the average runs like eight hours and if you do like a hundred percent completionist run it's like 13 or 14 hours but i'm like uh i if i need to i'll just skim through just that. get the I'll story stick it on easy get the story and then i can be ready for the first day so can't wait oh, i'm so excited so good yeah <sighs> yep I'll, I'll play it for you adrian i'll play it for you you know what you could do yes you could stream um you could stream intermission wednesday and then like stream the first half wednesday beat the second half on thursday and go into rebirth on thursday so that's going to be a longer stream, but it's also even longer. I have to wait to play Rebirth, though. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to have to wait either way, unless you want to <laughs> unless you want to do it. Um... I'll have to look at my uh, calendar and see if I can do a Wednesday night stream because there's other. I, well, I know for a fact there's other things that are happening. And it just depends on if my wife is willing to deal with those mm. things or not, because <laughs> she's also busy. She has a life too. Uh, That's fair. And so do my kids. They got things going on. So, <laughs> ah, the life of being a parent is my time is not my own. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm doing all right over here. Yeah, yeah. Be, hey, it's being parents great though. It's great. I didn't say it wasn't. I, I said I'm, I know. I'm happy for I'm you. I'm just clarifying my statement. I'm happy my, over here. My time is not my own, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. <laughs> hey, that's all we can ask for. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into this show here before people start yelling at us. Thank you so much uh, for not listening to me right now because I'm on the wrong part of the show notes. I was reading, <laughs> I was totally just, I did the Ron Burgundy thing where I was just like reading a script. I'm like, that's right, not where let's we're go at. ahead and wrap it All up. All right, we're wrapping up the show. Good night, guys. See you later. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about Helldivers 2, incredible success. What was announced at the Nintendo Direct and Sega's update on the Crazy Taxi reboot. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash, Kajoma01, and our super gamer sponsors, Julie Bates, Mama Mare, and Carrie. If you want to be awesome, just like those folks, stay tuned for this Patreon. I, I did it again. I am so out of it. Are you? You want me to drive it? I think I need you to drive it. Uh, that was like an old ad. I, well, so here's the other thing that happened. I always, usually when I, I copy the template from just the previous week's show notes, but for some reason with this one, I copied the template from like an older version. So it like the wording on things are funny. Um, so uh -huh. I, I need, I don't know why I did that. I just wasn't paying attention on Google Docs this week and <laughs> used the wrong template. So <sighs> if you want to be awesome. All that running around after your kids you've been doing. If you want to be awesome, just like those folks. Head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys where you can start support us starting at just $1. That's right, $1 each month. You get episodes early and ad-free such as this show and our Patreon-exclusive Super Later Boys, which episode five is out, came out last week, two weeks ago, uh, two Fridays ago, I think it was. One uh, and it was very, very fun featuring a very special guest, Connor McCabe and Eddie... Uh, <clears throat> Eddie Martin. And uh, yeah, talking about some old PC games, which by the way, Adrian's been streaming Clue Finders. He did it last week. You can check that VOD out on Twitch and YouTube. And I believe this Tuesday you said you're going to do it again. Is that right? Yes. I, I finished the first half of the game. I got the first half of the key to uh, to get to Mathra. And now I'm going to get the other half. You uh, see, everybody's talking about this Final Fantasy garbage that they're going to be playing here on this coming week. I'm playing the real gamers game. Yeah. Okay. Clue Finders. I'm using my brains. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. 
Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that. I guess Tuesday night at twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys and youtube.com slash super gamer boys. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk more about our Patreon later. Patreon.com slash super gamer boys. Um, if you're interested in it, stay tuned or just go check it out because it's rocks. Uh, shout out to Jack Sriracha Yate and DJ Trues for allowing us to use their music on the show tonight. You'll be hearing some fine melodies that came from our good friend DJ Trues. So uh, enjoy. And uh, if you love them, go check them out. Uh, links to his stuff will be in the description for Apple Music and Spotify. He's available everywhere. Go check them out. Show them some love. All right. Um, well, it's time to check the mail. All right. Well, as you guys have uh, probably guessed, unfortunately, Super Gamerbot did not get to voice the recent Nintendo Direct. Uh, they were very upset Ooh. about that. And um, yeah, it's tough. They needed some personal time to kind of get over it. They really thought this was going to be their big break. You know, and um, we've just been kind of reassuring them. Hey, well, you always got a place here with us. You know, they just they took it really hard. So, you know, um, they're kicking shoot it. Shoot a message out into the discord. Let them know they're they're here. We care about them. We love them regardless. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they'll be back next week. With some uh, with some more questions for us. I mean, based off the the pics they sent, they're kicking on a beach in Cancun right now. So, I, what a, what a way to mourn missing out on that opportunity. I mean, I, everybody bounces back in different ways. I wish you know? I had cash like that. Come on, Super Gamer Bot. <laughs> Quite the career Super Gamer Bot has right. to afford a trip like that. Um, <laughs> all right, this first question comes to us from Sir Prince a lot, and he asks, "What?" would you be good at if you had to roll dice D&D style for everything you do in normal everyday life? I feel like Adrian would have advantages with charisma and be a, and be bardish. Uh, and Garrett would get bonuses to tinkering and be more like an artificer. Am I wrong? Mm. I, I definitely have to agree with, with yours. I think you have just a certain personality where you could just say things to anyone and convince them of anything or get away with it just like help smooth situations over you're a very calm person as well like soothing person so i feel like that whole idea of like having a high charisma role being able to like not only convince people but just like calm a situation down if you're in trouble it's like all right all right come on like i said let's talk about guys this. come on let's it's chill me out. what are we doing yeah. everyone loves adrian uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Imagine that though. Hang on. I just want to like back up a bit to the premise of the question. Imagine like every time you go to do something in real life, you got to like pull this D20. You got to roll for pull it. Pull this D20 out of your pocket and it's like, all right, please, please. please you got to imagine, oh, you've been holding it all day. You got to, you really got to take a leak. You got to roll for initiative. <laughs> what if you roll and miss? You're done. Roll, yeah, ro roll to hit and then you miss. You're like, dang it. You, you pee yourself. You, pee didn't, the, you didn't roll enough. Well, do you, do you pee yourself or you pee on the floor? You just like totally miss the urinal. Like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> or you hit and then it's like roll for damage you roll really high and it's just like this fire hose <laughs> how gross is all this? over the bathroom oh we got real gross <laughs> real fast there um yeah or or even just like basic uh, how terrifying would that be because that's another thing like in D, D. like all right what's your proficiency with like vehicles or like whatever to transportation of some sort so imagine you get in your car and you roll like how good is my vehicle no, handling today no. <laughs> oh no, you gotta roll it to start you gotta roll it to start i rolled a critical failure i rolled a one all right hey, you try to turn your key <laughs> <laughs> i turn it over you gotta roll oh, again no. 
or like the car starts, but then like you're just driving the whole time. You're paranoid because you're like, I got a one. When am I getting? When's the accident happening? Happen? When's the ac- <laughs> when's the freaking meteor gonna come out of the sky and strike down the van? <laughs> oh man, yeah, absolutely uh. terrifying. Um, I think that's pretty accurate with me as well. Like tinkering and being an artificer. I don't know. I well, I do like to tinker, but. I feel, I, mean, I, I feel I, like I, I feel like too, being I feel like being an artificer class uh, kind of gives the idea that like I'm good at the tinkering. I do tinkering mm. and I do fix things, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way or good. Uh, right. Like, especially recently, I feel like since uh, I mean, so for those of you who don't know, like I live in a house with my in-laws and my like my parent, uh, my parent in-laws and my brother-in-law and his wife. And so, like, the three of us, it's a big place with different, like, granny flats and stuff like that. We live on a compound. It's a compound. Uh, <laughs> but we, uh, things break all the time. And somehow I get tapped to fix them. Like, a sink needs, a faucet needs to be replaced in the sink. Or the dishwasher stops working. Or what I fix, I fix the dryer and the washer, like, three times now for different things. <laughs> and I always figure it out in the end. It not, might not always yeah, be the prettiest, but you know what? It works. I get it done. Like, guys, I only have so much bubble gum and paper clips to give. Okay? Running out of duct tape, dude. You gotta, 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 <laughs> gotta get more duct tape. Um, so it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I think I and and even like with technology too. I just love tinkering and messing with things. I mean, I did the whole Same. 3ds. Uh, I mean, which isn't necessarily like a very complicated thing, but it was like a very fun thing to t- to tinker with, like to 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 hack the 3ds to. Um, do speak of the devil we only got that. one more month to play something if you want to play something remember because they're going to shut uh, off online play dang it they're actually shutting down online play yeah. i thought it was just the store or no the store has been gone for a while the store is gone yeah i think it's april they're shutting down online play there there's definitely going to be people who like fire up bootleg servers of course, though, right of course like it's not going to be completely gone i would hope but not. if you don't want to have if you don't want to have to worry about relying on somebody else's server yeah that's true just throwing that out there. Yeah, I just gotta figure out what what would be fun to do. We got that that Zelda game that we could play. That's three player. We have to find one more person. Which uh, one is that? Mario is that Kart. Mint. No. What? Which what's what's the name of that one? Triforce Heroes. Triforce Heroes. Okay. Uh, we got Mario Kart Seven. We could play. We got a whole Monster Hunter we haven't played. <laughs> Are we gonna beat a Monster uh, Hunter in, in like a month? It ain't gonna happen. Gonna, there's too much. There's too much in a Monster Hunter game to, to try to beat that quick. But I'm just saying that's something we could play. Uh, there's a Smash Brothers on there. There's a yeah. I don't know. Tons of different on. stuff that we could play, especially at this point. We'll see. We'll see if something catches. I, I mean, if any, at any time you're you're gonna hanker to play some multiplayer, like let me know and I'll just figure out how to Pokemon to trade. Well, you need to play the Pokemon game first to trade. That's the other problem. Like, I have the Pokemon games, but I haven't actually played any of them. So, oh, man. Yeah, that... You're slacking. Stuff like what? that. Like, how are you going to... That's going to suck so bad. You can't trade. Or is, is there a way to do, like, local stuff? Like, we're, like, if you're... Yeah. So, if you're, like... You can locally enough, trade. Okay. So, it's not, like, completely dead. It's just you just have to actually go to your friend's house. It's dead for me and you. That's true. On opposite sides of the state. Yeah. And anybody else who would want to play? Well, move move to San Diego then, dude. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, 
yeah, thanks for that question, Sir Prince. That was a fun one, just to kind of like imagine crazy scenarios. I can't really think of anything else that I would have advantages in. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, I, I think. Mm, I think I think I I would have a. Uh, I would be proficient in like investigation checks. I feel like I'm a, I'm an extreme or maybe or maybe perception because I feel mm -hmm. like I'm a really observant person. So the idea of like because like in D&D, &D, like they'll be like, do a perception check. And if you pass it, like all of a sudden they're like, oh, you saw like a shadow, like something run behind a building or something like that. Or if you fail, like mm, you don't see anything. You just keep walking, <laughs> you know, Bl right. blissfully unaware. I feel like I, I would have stabbed in the, in the gut. I feel like I would have like a high, uh, higher like investigation or even perception. Because uh, I am. I'm generally like I'll go up I'm, I'm out in public and like notice things that other people don't. Like, did you just see that? Like that person just did that. And they'd be like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like I, think I, I would have, probably have say a, the same, but mine wouldn't be for um, like noticing things that people do. Mine is more like noticing detail in an annoying to an annoying degree. <laughs> and I think that's because I have such a uh, soft spot for design and for how things are made like. Mm. I, I can understand if like somebody didn't want to go somewhere like Disneyland with me because I'm the kind of person who's looking at all the stuff in the rides and being like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder how they did that. I wonder how they did this. Oh, I see how they pulled this off. They could have done this better. How come they didn't do, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I, yeah. I'm thinking all these things in my brain. So I think mine would probably be perception too, but not necessarily for people, but for so maybe so, so that would almost be more like like just an investigation check then, like be like, hey, yeah, like, I guess investigation, like specifically, yeah. like all right, do an investigation check, see what you notice about X, Y, or Z. Like okay, yeah, but you're uh -huh. looking around and you see like oh yeah, this certain design or architecture or something. Yeah, yeah. Ah, good there stuff. Go. Thank you so much to Prince Law for that question. If you want to be awesome, just like him and write in a question, have us chat about it, answer it here on the show. Think about writing us over. Uh, I mean, you can DM us on social media or the best place. It's over on our Discord. Join our Discord at supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Uh, you can uh, join us over there, chat with us, hang out throughout the week as we talk about video games, shows, uh, and whatnot. Talk about the recent episode have fun we play games when we play hell divers we're chill we're chilling in there come join us um cool well adrian i think it's time for the nerdy nudes <clears throat> it's now time for the nerdy nudes all righty then i need to remember to press this button boop yep there we go we should be up and running. All right. This first new story comes to us from Eurogamer. Helldivers two-player cap boosted again, this time to 800,000. This is from Vicky Blake over there. Once again, Helldivers 2 has raised its concurrent player cap, this time to 800,000 players. Arrowhead Game Studio CEO and Helldivers 2 creative director, John Pilstead, confirmed the cap had been increased over the weekend whilst that's a word. Wilt's thinking the studio of a around 100 devs for their amazing achievement. I'm really happy and proud of the uh, team for an amazing achievement. The servers handled all Helldivers two players this weekend without a problem. 
uh, Palstead wrote on Twitter, adding that now that the servers were more stable, the team would have time to focus on improvements to the title and resume its original plan. However, Palstead did warn players that there might be light cues to get in at peak times. Uh, last week, Palstead admitted dreading the weekend from a technical perspective and had fingers crossed. Then the developer apologized for the ongoing server issues as they reached capacity and stated it would be working to increase the maximum. Uh, Helldivers 2 is PlayStation's biggest Steam launch ever and currently has an all-time concurrent peak of over 458,000 players. Um, and uh, that was going to kind of flow into this. It's actually an older article, but we didn't really talk about it. We talked about during what you're playing, but not during the news segment. Uh, this is another Eurogamer uh, uh, article here. Helldivers 2 continues to dominate Steam, beating GTA 5 and Destiny 2 all-time player peaks by Tom Phillips over there. Um, absolutely bonkers so like i said it's an older article but yeah despite some continuing server issues the fresh player peak of 409,367 users yesterday say that helldivers has been a hit on pc would be something of an understatement especially in comparison to the middling popularity of some other playstation pc launches uh as we reported previously how they just call the other games mid they did they call in a, in a journalistic way <laughs> uh middling middling Yikes. middling Aye. <laughs> uh i mean I, I guess I've never really looked up Steam sales of PlayStation games, so maybe, maybe they're on to. Maybe it is true. I've never really. I don't have. Could be. I can't argue with them because I don't know the actual facts. But uh, I'll trust them. <laughs> trust them on this. As we reported previously, Helldivers Two has trounced PlayStation's previous Steam player record. Uh, okay, so God of War had seventy three thousand five hundred twenty nine concurrent users. So less than a hundred at its peak. At its peak. Wow, that's uh, no bueno. Yeah, especially compared to PlayStation. Uh, but I mean, you also have to think about like God of War isn't necessarily like an online game where every, everyone wants to be on the same time playing together. Like it is a story. So that's fair. So that's it's fair. kind of a weird comparison for a single player game versus a multiplayer game. But it's it, it's still it's still an indicator. It's still a valid indicator, mm-hmm. I guess. This weekend, more people were playing Helldivers 2 than any other PlayStation PC launches combined. And yesterday, Helldivers 2 developer uh, continued to battle server issues, introduced a cap. So that was something else that happened this past week. They added the cap. And let me tell you, that changed everything. Because one of the first times we tried to play uh, was that Dan was stuck waiting for the server for like 45 minutes or something 45 like that. 45 minutes, yes. Uh, and I, I was even, I stuck, I waited for like 50 minutes, but I I logged in earlier in the day. It was before they put the 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 time, the 15 minute cap on there. So I logged in like at like four o'clock, right before I was ready to clock out for work. I started it up on another monitor just let it sit and then it was like an hour later it finally got in and i just let it sit for a couple hours until we were actually gonna play because we're playing on stream i was like i don't want to not have a game ready for stream um Mm -hmm. i'm glad i did that um but now they added that cap and the other like once they added that even at the peak playing time i was able to get in immediately and i think even uh was it dan or nate one of them had to wait a little bit but even then it was like a couple minutes i was like oh you know why because people would would finish playing and they would just leave the game running so they don't have to get logged uh, back in. Exactly. Which, taking up space. Which kind of boosts those concurrent player numbers probably a little more than what they actually are. Because I'm sure a lot of those yeah, are just but people not by ch- much, chilling in the lobby. But um, but yeah, I, I, with all this to say, there's not much more to this article necessarily. But um, what a freaking powerhouse Helldivers 2 is right now. Like it's Love just, it. It, Love it. It, it. It's killing it in the ratings. It's like the players are actually loving it. So not only is like the critics love it, but the players are loving it. Um, it's just so much just 
I don't know. It's it's everyone's talking about. It, I feel like I'm on Instagram, and it's funny to see the crossover of people talking about it. Like some D and D accounts are referencing Helldivers in their reels. They're releasing on Instagram and stuff like that. So really, it's really funny. I'll have to send it to you. It's actually a really funny one where uh, when you're when you're when the the players in your party have been playing too much Helldivers too, and they start like acting like like for democracy, like in, in their D and D game, like <laughs> dropping, calling in an airstrike, and he's like, "What are you talking about? Like we're in the <laughs> we're D and D." Oh man, it's so good. Like these people just going way over the top, you know, role playing as if they're they're hell divers. So good. Um, For democracy. But uh, what I guess so I wanted to ask you this because you had a little more experience with like the original one. Mm-hmm. Would in a million years you ever thought the second one would would be this popular when it came out? Because the first one, absolutely not. The first one, it's not that it wasn't popular, but it wasn't it wasn't like this. No. <laughs> so the but even the first one no I would even say the first one wasn't that popular. Okay, okay. I feel like I feel like the first one was relatively niche and like you had to tell people or kind of like it was one of those when you play it you get it but it was hard to get people to play it, you know? Mm. Especially because it was it was top down and it was, you know, I don't know, it just wasn't vibing with what people were looking for at the time. Right. And, but once you play it, and especially when you play it with other people and it starts to get intense, that's really when Helldivers shines the most. And it feels like, this feels like, I don't know, uh, Helldivers 2 is like a literal expansion on everything in every way. It's graphically better. It feels better uh, in gameplay. But the same soul is there in a sense because it was yeah. always uber patriotic, uh, patriotic, patriotic in the first game as well. So I have nothing but good things to say about this game, about this series. And Helldivers is definitely. I was I was skeptical at first because they switched to the over the shoulder, over the shoulder from the uh, from the top down. Right, that, that and symmetric. I'm like, oh, I don't think this is. I don't think this is Helldivers. This is not what I know Helldivers for. They're just trying to make it like every other, you know, third person over the shoulder. But it, I really think the way that the the gameplay loop works and the way that the, not only that, but the game controls way different than a lot of other uh, third person games too. That combined with the, you know, having to do inputs under pressure and having to do multiple steps to try to clear your objectives and things like that. I think really helps it helps it to establish its own identity. I so. I think that's like one of like the most uh like frustrating yet hilarious and fun things in this game is the, the stratagems where in the heat of a most the most chaotic moment you could possibly be thrown into and you're like I'm trying to call an airstrike and you got to type in this stupid code it's like up up left right up down left it's like oh it's so frustrating did you see people are like taking the fun out of it and like resorting to doing macros to just automatically press the buttons for stratagems i did see that i did see that and honestly i'm like uh maybe maybe you better if you do that i'm not gonna play with you anymore (laughs) no i won't do it cheater do it i won't do it i i mean maybe i maybe won't do it no (laughs) don't let me find out no, I won't. I don't. I don't have a steam. Because uh, I, I, I saw your tweet on Twitter. You retweeted that one, um, and he was using his stream deck. I don't have a stream deck, so can't do it. it doesn't work. You have a stream deck app. 
I do. Close I enough. Do. But it's uh it's doesn't doesn't work that it, it works <laughs> it works for the podcast. I don't know if I'd want to be slamming on it in the middle of a game like Gah! like reaching for my phone, <laughs> snapping it in half. Oh man. No man, that's a part of the fun is it yeah. you're supposed to feel like you're, you know, in the corner oh. all the time and then you finally get that successful stratagem off. Ugh, now I get a little room to breathe, you know? <laughs> Successful stratagem. You just bomb yourself, but hey, <laughs> your friends are still alive. You're still you're... Exactly. They'll bring you back. <laughs> Don't worry about or no, they won't bring you back. They'll bring a new diver. It depends on for you to it depends play on who you're playing with. If you're playing with Nate and Dan, then they might just leave you for dead. Yeah, they, then they'll kill you. They'll, they'll be they'll the one kill killing you. Four you. or five times and be like, Oh no, that I, I I didn't do that. That wasn't my my rocket. That wasn't my airstrike. Okay. All right, sure thing. Oh man, so good. Um, yeah, so Helldivers two. Everyone needs to play it. It's fantastic. Uh, actually, I was uh, hanging out in um, our friend stream today. Friend uh, David from Super Best Friend Video Game Sleepover Podcast SBFVGS. Uh, he was streaming some Final Fantasy seven remake. Uh, he, uh, it was funny. He was he had tried to play it when it first came out in rage quit at the house part when you oh oh hell house and said he would never touch it again never play like vowed vowed it off oh come on dude just kick it down so he he picked it back up and i think he's there from the beginning but he's getting close to that part he's like from what it sounds i don't know i i wasn't really paying attention to where he's at in the story but it sounded like he's like he's he's like uh maybe next stream i might be getting there again i'm just like so he's already at wall market it didn't look like it when he was playing but he seemed to think next stream he could get there which i mean he usually does longer streams so i i i see that he he might be able to get there um but anyways he he gave us a shout out to get the good dress get the get the good air dress don't get that whack one (laughs) uh he he gave us a shout out on his stream because i was in there and uh the clip came up of me accidentally killing you i was shooting at dan and you were too close to the canister and blew up and he's like whoa dude i was too close to the canister is that is that the revisionist history that you're talking yeah, about i was, shooting I was at dan. holding it i was holding dan it. was holding it i was shooting at dan dan was holding it you were just standing next to him and some which that's okay i gotta say i gotta let me work this out before you cut me off let me work this out dan is holding a canister in his arms you're standing next to him you are very close but he's literally hugging a bomb. The bomb blows up in his hands. He survives, but you die. Like I was blue. I was like laughing so make it hard. Make I'm sense. Like, That's why I was arrowhead. Because like, in the arrowhead in the clip, make it make sense. In the clip, I'm like, I don't even know how Adrian died. And you're like, what do you mean? I was right there. I'm like, well, yeah, I know that. But he was like hugging the bomb, and he survived. <laughs> you just blew and died. Oh, he shouldn't have even been asking that question. Why were you shooting at us in the first place? He is dared me. We should he be see, asked. He looked no, at he me. Didn't. He looked at me. You just wanted to do it. You just wanted to see what would happen. He looked at me and said, "Bet you won't." And I was like, "All right, bet." <laughs> and I took a shot at him, uh, and then all chaos ensued. Uh, but anyways, David uh, was like, "Whoa, I didn't know you guys were playing Helldivers. Like, we got to play sometime." Um, so we got to hook up with him some point. That'd be that'd be cool. We got at least uh, okay. Got a few of us. I don't know what he's thinking of doing that, but just shot that out there. David over there. He's good people. He's good people. We'll um, put him on the, uh, what do they call that thing? The wait list. Not the, the, <laughs> the wait. No. Um, when you first sign up. For, oh, for like the sign up for the draft or whatever. Or not the yeah. draft, but yeah. 
the draft is, is like what? the ins- inscription inscription list or something like that something like that i don't know i didn't i didn't i don't know Never i had a brother in the military and i don't know me so. too my brother is in the army <laughs> sorry. don't know nothing <laughs> sorry sorry jake <laughs> didn't, didn't, uh, didn't pay attention didn't that part at all sorry dude no idea no, no idea how that works oh man <laughs> All right, let's move on to this next news story. This next one comes to us from Taylor Lyles over at IGN, writing Nintendo Direct February 2024, everything announced. Uh, pretty straightforward article here, just everything announced. Uh, and uh, Adrian, did you actually watch it live or did you watch it later? I watched it live. Okay, cool, cool. I watched it later, um, but and I didn't like skim some stuff because I was like, eh, I don't care about this, skip 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 <laughs> but uh yeah let's let's chat about some of these announcements and what your thoughts are uh so Let me pull up my tweets you you go ahead you go <laughs> okay oh boy it. pulling up the tweets uh the first one here uh, is kind of the the big daddy of all of the announcements i feel like which and, and it's something that we partially predicted last week we didn't get 100 percent right but Obsidian's Grounded and Pentiment are the first Xbox games coming to Nintendo Switch. After it was revealed late last week that Xbox was planning to release four of its previously first party games on other platforms, today's Nintendo Direct revealed that Obsidian games titles Grounded and Pentiment are coming to Nintendo's hybrid console. Pentiment will be released February 22nd. Grounded will be released on April 16th. Now, we... (laughs) How crazy is it that Hi-Fi Rush was not announced for Nintendo Switch. Brother, what are we doing? What? What's going on with that? Of all, like, I don't of know. Of all the games that I was like, oh, th- that would be nice to have. Yep. Hi-Fi Rush was a slam dunk. And the, what happened, I wonder? It's the it's the perfect game for that system. Like, there's no reason for it not to be there. Like, it looked gorgeous. I was ready to buy that game. It's like, it's... Because, it, it, like, graphically, it's not super intense. Uh, it would look gorgeous on an OLED. Um, it's, like, would be such a fun game on the go to have, like, this fun, like, rhythm action game. Like, it, has, it checks all the boxes for being a, a right. perfect Switch game. Perfect Switch port. And then... And not to say these two aren't, but... It's wild because I, I, I so I remember your tweet. I don't know if that's the one you're looking for, but it was the announcement from PlayStation actually saying Hi-Fi Rush coming to PlayStation 5. And you're like, just PlayStation 5 or something like that? Like, or no, <laughs> a- anywhere say, else? Anywhere else? What, uh, what, what did I say? <laughs> something like that. I mean, oh, oh, I said, I said PS5 and yeah, PS5 and PS5 and it's like, <laughs> where? What were they thinking? So somebody responded to that tweet and was and they said uh, that apparently the Switch version got scrapped for some reason, which is kind of crazy to me because I do not think that that game is that intensive that it can't run on Switch. I just there's yeah no I don't no way I don't think I don't I don't think so but I don't know I do and and I don't think it'd make a big enough splash for them to hold it back an entire year and put it on whatever the next system is. Uh, so okay because well okay i just found this cool. article i just did a quick google search of hi-fi rush it's nintendo switch and this article came up i don't know how i missed this from Eurogamer, uh written by tom phillips hi-fi rush will launch on nintendo switch 2 this is a 
Hang on, let me. I, I, I don't, I don't think uh, it says Hi-Fi Rush will skip the current Nintendo Gen Switch and instead arrive on the console's currently unannounced successor. That's according to a report from Insider Gaming, uh, which states that the absence of a Switch version of the game in yesterday's Xbox multi-platform announcement was due to its launching on the Nintendo Switch 2 instead. Whether Hi-Fi Rush could still eventually launch for the current Switch as well, perhaps at the same time, is unclear. The report concluded. Uh, certainly a launch Hi-Fi Rush on a Nintendo platform has been expected earlier this year, blah, 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 blah. Huh, that is interesting. I mean, what is what is this report from Insider? How did this, where is this information from? I'm, I'm, let me look at the source now. So now I'm on Insider Gaming, written by Tom Henderson here. Uh, Bethesda has announced that Hi-Fi Rush will be coming to PlayStation 5 on March 18th, 2024. The announcement was made as part of the Bethesda blog, blah, blah, blah. Um, but where... Uh, it's currently unclear if Hi-Fi Rush will be making its way to the Switch or not either, but sources have suggested that the game will be coming to the Switch too. So these anonymous sources, apparently. So that's I just wanted to double check before we go right. spreading this stuff. So at this point, uh, anonymous sources, I guess, are saying that's coming to Switch too. So even that's not even for sure, but what a wild choice. If that is the case, why? Like a game... It doesn't. It doesn't seem like that. It, like intense of a game. Not, I mean, they brought. It's not. They brought freaking Witcher three to the Switch and Doom Eternal. Like, why can't they bring right. Hi Fi Rush? Like, what is going on? Well, and, and not only that, but I don't think Hi Fi Rush is a big enough title to hold back until the next console. Like, it's not. This is not going to be a premier, you know, launch lineup gangbusters game. I don't think. Because right, it's not going to be a, a, a system it, seller. It'll like, be two years old at that point. Yeah, right. So its heyday has come and gone. It's getting a new like breath of fresh air, lease of life push from being on PS4, or PS5. But when people see Hi-Fi Rush again in 2025, they're going to be like, "Well, we already played that." Exactly. Either they've already played it, that? or they're going to be like, "Old games old." Like. There's there's right. there's new there's other launch titles that I could be jumping into like the new Mario game or the new Pokemon game or the new whatever game like it's exactly. not like people aren't gonna go want to go back to that to I mean I am yeah but. yeah that's what I was just about to say I was <laughs> like well yeah I will you will other like people who are cool will but the ma- the vast majority of people aren't they're gonna be like nah I'm good and and that's unfortunate like it, it's it would have been the perfect holdover game right now to hold us over until the new console comes out because everyone would be like Ooh, exactly some fresh meat right before you know kind of hold me over for the rest of this year or for a few months here for this year uh but now yeah if if, if that is the case it's gonna be like a launch title like that is it's not a system so it would have been a system seller when it came out uh, like if if yeah, if, if, it was if, a, if it was a multi-plat launch, if day, oh, if yeah. day and day they were like, hey, it's coming to Switch and Xbox. People have been like, whoa, cool, crazy, because because I mean, because yeah, at the rules. time, everyone talked so highly of it. So it's like, I think all it would have been one of those things where like all the Switch people would have been like unsure of it, but then like hearing all the good things from the Xbox people would be like, okay, yeah, let's jump in, sell some systems, mm-hmm. or even people who played on Game Pass like, oh, I want to take this on the go now. I already have half a Switch, buy it on the Switch. Yeah. But yeah, so like they, it's yeah, it's, the it's the timing of it. Yeah, the window's gone now. Like it would have been a good holdover right now. And what if it comes out next year? It's like, all right, well, diehards Thanks. diehards are gonna pick it up, but everyone else is gonna be like, yeah, oh, I'm good. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, I'm good. I already played this. I played this a year and a half, two years ago. I don't. It's unfortunate. I don't know what you want me to do with this with this other 
with this other version of it. Now, what was? Yeah, that was unfortunate. Now there was the fourth game that was rumored to come out on Switch uh, was the Sea of Thieves. That also did not get announced. Did that get announced for PlayStation though at all? Or no? We haven't I heard think it. that was PlayStation. Or I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think but we heard I do think about it yet. But I do think that Sea of Thieves is too intensive for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So I can understand why yeah. it wouldn't come. Yeah, the other ones though, big. Pentiment and Grounded, absolutely make perfect sense. Also, I want to play Grounded real bad because I feel like it would be really fun. So Sea of Thieves was announced for PS5. So yeah, so they they we know we know about all five games now. So two are coming to Switch, two are coming to PS5. Right. Um, so I just wanted to yeah kind of confirm that we did finally find out for sure. Not there's no more rumors at this point other than Hi-Fi Rush whether it's coming to Switch or not. But everything else is like for sure like where where it's coming for the time being. Building a little clubhouse, running away from giant spiders, making weapons out of sticks. Dude, I I always liked the idea of grounded, but again, like, and I've talked about this every time we play a survival game. Like, even with Pal World, it's like I like the idea of it. I like it for a short amount of time, and then I'm just like, all right, next thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me to stick with it. So, grounded is one of those things that like, always look cool, but I'm like, man, I'm gonna put like, I don't know, ten hours in the thing and be like, all right, I'm good, and then. That, that's it. That's like, fair. That's uh, fair. That's this is fair. not my cup of tea. Not my cup. Even though, like, I mean, we, we've talked about this. Like, Super Mario Brothers Wonder came out. I love that game. But it's like, I played for a few hours. I'm like, oh, I've had my Mario film. I'm good. Meanwhile, you're like 100%ing it. You know? I couldn't stop. <laughs> couldn't. I need more. Where's the DLC at? Exactly. So it's just like, oh, I very much love that game and enjoyed it. But I get my fill after a couple hours. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. There's this. I have a, a very specific gaming, like, niche genre that, like, I enjoy. Like, it has to be a certain, like, or a certain Venn diagram, I should say, of, like, certain types of genres that are, like, that will actually get me to finish a game all the way to the end. <laughs> uh, basically, it's just uh, either A, any game with Solid Snake in it, or, uh, <laughs> or, 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 or Norman Reedus. That's, that's, that's it right now. That's it. Those are my two. Those are my two flavors. Or or Warhammer. Or Warhammer. That's that's the yeah. That's the three wave and diagram. Did you see that Power Wash Simulator coming out with I DLC? I was just getting ready to say. I was just getting ready to say you were probably Warhammer about that. Oh my gosh! When I saw, I I was blew my mind because I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw the account was the Warhammer official account, and I see like a big old vehicle sitting there and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. What is this? Some new game. It looks kind of funny. Like I was like, oh, the graphics aren't that good. That's kind of weird. Cause not like lately Warhammer games, like they look pretty. Um, but then <laughs> all of a sudden, like they start hosing down this thing. I'm like, what is happening? And then I happened to like read the description, the caption on the reel. And I'm like, no way. Power War Simulator <laughs> coming to Warhammer. <laughs> Warhammer's coming to Power War Simulator. It really so is stoked. the greatest game ever made. It, it might just be, <sighs> I don't know. And I love. I, I I cannot find a flaw with it. <laughs> I love how they went full like grimdark too, with like the narrator in the trailer, just like the machine spirits like awaken. And, you know, he was clean them, and I'm like, oh man, they just went full like dark over the top of Warhammer, <laughs> like 40k, like futuristic, just, like grimdark. I'm like, yes, <laughs> so good, yeah, so good. so good. What a game. Um, let's. Speaking of the direct, yeah, couple of things. Of the direct. That, um, do you want me to keep going through this list, or do you just do you have some things you just want to? I got, so. I got a, I got the megaton we got to talk about. Do it. You and I got to talk about. Yes. That uh, I, I certainly popped off for. 
and that is I think it's right here. The I, Battlefront Collection. Yep, yep. I scroll down to it. I'm like, I bet you this is it. I'm calling it right here. Yep. Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 coming back in a super collection, baby, with online multiplayer. 64 players. It's And all the DLC with the extra heroes for Battlefront 2. Let's <laughs> freaking go, man. That's the best way they could have done it, like putting them both in the same package. Because, I know, I mean... It's been like a haha joke kind of thing for years. Like, oh, they need to bring back the old Battlefront. Like, just remaster that. And for them to not only like remaster Battlefront, but like it's it's not just one or the other. Like, it's not like I don't know. This is like one of the few times where it's like because they could have just been the weird cash grabby thing with EA where they're like release them separately. They're like, nah, put them no. together, one big beautiful package. And it's like, ah, yes, thank yes, you. Yes, so this is exactly much. what I wanted. Yep, man. So yeah, Aspire Media uh, is back at it with another re-release of beloved classic Star Wars games as the studio announced the Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection today. As the name implies, Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection is a compilation of the first two Star Wars Battlefront games alongside bundling the two games. It includes new content, including maps and characters. One of the new characters includes Jedi Kit. Uh, isn't it supposed to be Kit Fisto? They spelled it wrong. It says Kit Fisto. It says, or Fisto. It says Fisto. They spelled it wrong. They uh, spelled it. While Jabba's Palace, uh, J- I can't read. Jabba's Palace is among one of the new maps. A new mode called Hero Assault will also be available. Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection is coming out March 14th for Nintendo Switch, plus PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. I wonder if it'll have crossplay. Day one by. Imagine, imagine crossplay with like 60 Ooh. some players in a match. Like, is this <laughs> chaos? <laughs> Moving at two frames a second. Absolute chaos. In this server lag. Yeah, those poor Switch players playing against the PC players. <laughs> I'm going to do my best, okay? I'm going to do my best. I am buying that on Switch. You better believe it. Battlefront anywhere, anytime? Yes, sir. Yes, please. Man. Oh, man. I, yeah, so stoked for that. It's like, it, it's <laughs> so far out of, like, left field. Like, that was the last thing on my Nintendo Direct bingo card. Absolutely. Is that getting announced there of all things. Oh, man. I can't believe they did it, but they did. Uh, so my my experience, I've talked about this before on the show, but I played the first one on PlayStation 2, but Battlefront yeah. 2, I only played on my PSP. I had the PSP version. Which is crazy to me. <laughs> I never played like the full PS2 version like on my TV. It was always, it was, for me, it's a mobile, like a handheld game. <laughs> Battlefront 2 is a handheld game, dude. Uh, which probably made That's it fair. increasingly more difficult. Like, because there wasn't dual analog sticks on the PSP. So, like, looking around was near impossible. <laughs> like, it was. What? No, you had your LNRs? What you mean? And you're, you're, you're <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, your circle and, and squares to look around? Make it work. It make do. Horrendous, dude. It was so bad. But I loved it. I still played it so much. That was one of those games, too. I would love to. It, it never worked for me, but if we were like driving in a car, like on a road trip or something, um, we'd be driving through a town and I would turn the Wi-Fi on to see like while we're driving, if I could catch something like we'd if like, anybody can jump in. We'd like stop at like a stoplight and also be like, Oh, that coffee shop has Wi-Fi. connect to it. And like, just kind of boot into a game just as we're pulling away. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> as if I was going to have like 10 minutes to play around. I don't know what I was thinking. Right. As a stupid oh, kid. we're going to be at this light for 10 minutes. Oh yeah. yeah it always felt that way. Anyways, Oh, dude, that reminds me of of the (laughs) Nintendo DS days when you would um, they all had the PictoChat software and you could like turn it on and let people just uh, join in the PictoChat room. And you'd be on a sketchy, dude. (laughs) You'd be on a uh, no, because it was 
okay. <laughs> Articles like to talk about creepy old people, you know, going into picto chat, but you couldn't really do anything with that. It was just drawing weirdo pictures, right? <laughs> but you would like be on road trips, and of course, you know, you leave your your picto chat on, and ho- in hopes that you know going down the freeway, somebody and in a passing else. car, yeah. right? You, you know, you jot down a quick doodle and send it off. That's awesome. Because the only people that are, are going to be able to do that are other kids because their parents are driving. So there's right. not going to be any creepy people. There's no creepy people on the, on the freeways, confirmed by Adrian. Right. <laughs> the freeways, freeways are safe. If you're looking for a creep-free zone, confirmed. just go the freeway. <laughs> well, this is 2005, 2006 confirmed. I don't know about today. Yeah, now they have the self-driving car, so all the creepers are on the freeway. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Can't do it today. Can't do not it. do it Different today. world. It's not safe. Not safe on the roads. Creepers everywhere. Oh, man. So good. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Um, yes. Apparently a super... One mon- more Megaton. A new Super Monkey Ball game was announced. Oh, another Megaton? Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, okay, I got it. I got it up on the screen. Give it to me. I think I know what it is. <clears throat> Disney has made the magnificent decision Yep. to revive the epic Mickey series. A, a series that got the short end of the stick... Disney cut and ran because they didn't see a trillion dollars from the game in 10 minutes. Right. Just like Square Enix does their games. I adore the Epic Mickey series because it is the first time that not only have they really let Mickey Mouse be Mickey Mouse, be a a mischievous scamp and, you know, just let him be the character that he was envisioned to be, not the corporate mascot. This even even his the design, Mickey Mouse character. Yeah, even his design too in it. Which I so I never played the original Epic Mickey, but I know you've talked about it a ton. But then seeing this trailer, I was just like, I was like, oh, like even the design of him. It's not like the Mickey Mouse Playhouse Mickey or the mascot Mickey. It's like classic Mickey. Like it's like right him. Like with just like. I don't know. It, it just the design of the, his eyes and his face features. Like it's it's a very different Mickey Mouse than mm-hmm. what you normally would think of as, as Mickey or whatever. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like it is a different character in a sense. Yeah. So uh, I absolutely love this. Um, it is. It, it was announced in the direct is coming to Switch, but it is coming to everything, I believe. Um, and then for the bigger consoles, it's going to be up res. It's going to be sixty oh, frames a second. Dude. Apparently. A lot of the animation work has been redone. Um, all of the all of the cinematics have been redone. Well, from the yeah. ground up, it seems like a one for one. So it sounds like it's a full. It is a. It's not just a re. Uh, 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 what was I going to say? It's not just a like a an upresed version. It's not it's just not, an upres. Yeah, it's, no, it's, a, it's actual remake. Like work. it says here, there's going to be even there's new skills for Mickey to take advantage of. Like they're adding new features to the game, even which is right. Cool. Like that's so cool. Um, man. So the the deal was this was, from what I remember, because it's been a while. Uh, this was always supposed to be a trilogy. That's what uh, Warren Spector was, you know, working on doing with Disney. But Disney got cold feet after the second one didn't do as well as the first one. Okay. So what I'm hoping is that this gets its its fine its its deserved props, and then maybe they'll do the same for two. And if that works, then maybe You'll they'll bring Warren back and do one. the third one and close it out. Dude. Hopefully. Because these games are awesome. And I love that Disney took a chance and they perceive it as it burned them. But they just, they didn't understand how 
the return on investment for games works hmm. they're thinking it's just another business venture but this this is not a movie you know uh, an animated movie or a theme park or a restaurant or some other kind of company venture that they right that they normally do so this was uncharted territory for them at the time yeah they've licensed out some games before they've uh you know maybe taken a stab at publishing here and there but video game actually funding development is a different beast so yeah fingers crossed so please please if you haven't if you didn't back in the day give this game a try i'm i i look this is coming from mr good taste himself okay i know a good game when i see one i've played this game it is a good game give it a fair shake okay i mean it looks good just from the trailer like i was watching it i'm like this does look fun looks like a fun platform yes um, and I like how it even like, I, I don't know, like I, again, I never played the original. I remember, I remember the box art. Like that's all, all I remember is like seeing it on the shelf at, at EB games or whatever games, GameStop. Um, but seeing it now too, like watching the trailer, I'm like, Oh, there's, it's like, it's like dark too. Like it was like some, like, uh, it was some, supposed to be a lot darker. Yeah. Some like, I had some, to show you some of the initial, uh, uh initial, um, concept art. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I was like, it is, it is a little bit of darker take on like typical disney stuff i'm like all right mm-hmm. i'm in i'm in that seems yeah, cool no, the, the, this game rules i can't i can't wait for it to come back i just got to decide what i want to get it on right do you get it on switch so you can take it to go or do you get it on some, something else so you can play it in like that 60 fps like high res version the pretty mode or the the uh you the compromise is and it's not even a compromise because it's the best of both worlds get it on pc get it on steam get a steam deck again Save it for that Steam Deck because I'm sure it'll run at the higher res and the higher refresh rate, but it'll be handheld to go. I'm worried about getting a Steam Deck and not because it doesn't rule, but because I really... Valve is being weird about it. I really think another one is around the corner. Hmm. You know? I don't know. They've been so adamant that a new one wasn't coming out. They keep saying that and then they get... And then now they're getting stomped by... Granted, it's not a better handheld overall, but... There's already much better processors out there in that ROG. And then isn't there another one that just came out uh, by Lenovo, I think? Yeah, but I mean, the problem, like, uh, yeah, no, there's a lot better hardware. But the problem with all those is, yeah, they're more powerful, but the battery's sucking them because the battery technology hasn't caught up to the power. So a lot of them are like, right. if you actually want to use, if, if, if you use it, if you drop the performance say you get the rog ally and you use it at like the max power yeah it's more powerful than the steam deck but your battery lasts like 30 minutes to an hour instead of like four hours or something like that i mean so, doesn't didn't the steam deck battery already do that anyway <laughs> uh i mean if you're playing a super intensive game but i'm just saying like say say a game that normally lasts four hours on steam deck it's only it's like a fraction of that oh, time yeah. on the rog ally if you play it on max settings or whatever so it's like yeah it's a more powerful thing but it also like just destroys the battery and stuff like that so i don't know i i think all three of them have things to work and i mean and everyone says the that valve the steam deck has the best user experience out of all of them yeah they're more powerful oh, yeah. but By they suck to use i guess and have tons of like not tons of issues but they have issues granted so does steam well, deck they're cramming steam. full-on windows into the this tiny little box yeah, that which, it wasn't made for yeah which i mean steam deck has its issues too but i think in general like I see all the time online where people are like, yeah, return my ROG ally, return my Lenovo or whatever it's called. Like for get my steam deck, you know, I like the steam deck better. 
Lula Mari Mouse, our our mod over there, uh, just asked, you know what would make this show better is hats. She seems to think that we should be wearing hats right now. Do you agree with that statement, Adrian? I don't know where this is. This like a bit? Apparently. <laughs> what's the what's the punchline here? Like, there's no punchline. Earlier, she was trying to convince. Uh, I told you a friend of the show, SBF BGS David over there. She tried to convince him to put a hat on. And she said that she was going to come for us later. And uh, I told her, no, I don't take orders from a mouse. So I'm putting that on the record. That's going to the podcast. Okay. Everyone's going to hear it. There we go. So no hat. Sorry. Uh, also, but uh, they, they do say also they are remaking Epic Mickey. That game looked cool, but I never played it. And that's the same boat I'm in. I do agree with them on that because this game does look sick. I'm excited. Uh, she says it's my own bit. <laughs> ah, yes, of course. Uh, anyways, though, yeah. Ma- Real quick before we get out of this story, yeah. Um, totally. Shout out to our friend Mike Steele. He and the private division guys shadow launched Penny's big breakaway, which isn't in this article. I was just, Direct. I was actually just gonna find it, and it's not in this article, which is sad. Come on, IGN, what are you doing over there? <laughs> yep. Um, um, I it's it is on my list to get. Actually, I need to go ahead and do that. I'll probably do it after the show. Um, definitely. That I, have you heard anything about it? Like how it is yet? I just know I was gonna buy it. Uh, it looked sick, and it was a Sonic Mania team. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, I through one of the we uh, were registered to be able to uh, we're registered through a site to apply to get codes for stuff, and I applied to get a code. Haven't heard back. Why don't we just ask Mike? What? Why don't we just ask Mike? Yeah, we can ask Mike. Be like, hey, hook, hook us up, dude. Right. Hook us up. <laughs> What's going on here? Because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like use people we know, right? This feels weird. Well, to be no, like, hey, but like us. he knows we have a show where we talk yeah, about games. That's true. So I was trying, I was trying to go through the the proper channels, but you're right. Maybe we could that's just reach fair. out to Mike and be like, hey, dude, if they if they decline us, or or just be like, hey, can you go talk? Be to, like, bro, can you go talk to the look, person? We did it the right way. <laughs> We're not hearing from them. Help us out. <laughs> Um, Can you talk to the code person for us, please? <laughs> uh, for some reason, it's not listed on IGN here, so shame on them. But yeah, that, that game looks great. Uh, something I do want to mention, though, that was kind of set the internet ablaze a little bit, is that Mother 3 is coming to Nintendo Switch Online, but only in Japan. Oh, don't get me started In the about Japanese this. version of today's Nintendo Direct, the company revealed that Mother 3, one of the most desirable Japanese RPGs in gaming history, is making its way to Nintendo Switch Online. Again, this only premiered during the Japanese version of today's Nintendo Direct, meaning Nintendo Switch Online users based in Japan will only have access to Mother 3 when it hits the service. So no one, no North America. Uh, For years, Nintendo fans based in the West have asked Nintendo to localize Mother 3 with many resorting to unofficial means to access it. Even series creator Shigesato Itoi. Did I say that right? Probably not. Uh, said last year. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. Said last year that he would love for people in the U.S. to play Mother Three, um, and I actually even saw a tweet. Someone tweeted him on the day when they announced on the day of the direct, and I think he said, "It's not up to me. It's up to Nintendo. Talk with them." So even he wants to like release it here, and his hands are tied. He can't do anything about it. Um, so there's that. I just figured we'd end on a sad note that we can't play Mother Three. Take matters into your own hands. Oh, dude, you got the GBA cart. Take matters, and if they're not going to do it, you do it. Is that? Take matters into your own hands. Is that? It's a repro. Okay, so it's a, it's, it is in English. Yes, it is the famed tomato translation 
<laughs> that uh, is probably going to be better than anything Nintendo puts out. Okay, <laughs> if they're this is the last final straw. Okay, if they're not going to give it to us, take it. Play it on whatever you need to play it on. Okay. I mean, I'm tired I, I'm, of this. I've been working on learning Japanese, so once I finish, I can I'll I'll translate. I'll localize it for you. Oh yeah, huh? You could. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that. no, this sucks. Yeah. It's cool that Japan that. got it, but because so the the big hubbub is oh Nintendo is a very they're very concerned about being a family friendly company, which kind of went out the door when they made Switch because the Switch wasn't really marketed for kids when it first came out. But um, Mother Three deals with a lot of heavy subjects. Uh, with kind of like death and and um, you know kind of self harm and depression okay. and there's some um, there uh, there's some alluding to substance use and uh, you know kind of dealing with with gender roles and and sexuality lightly. So it's of. it's just it's just a game about like real life and, life. and yeah, Nintendo's like. Eh, we're all about Can't being we're, we're all about being whimsical over here. <laughs> right. Life is great. But this, mind you, all <laughs> of this is wrapped up in a whimsical package. But they're so scared to to actually put it out over here cuz I guess they think they're going to get like I don't know, like weirdo backlash. But at the same time, they'll make a Xeno they'll, they'll put out a Xenoblade where one of the main character has like a ginormous chest. <laughs> I know that yeah. bounces around it's, when she runs. It's like, what the, are we doing? All the anime games where all the all the boobies and butts are hanging out, and it's like They're that's fine. Way out. <laughs> that's fine. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I have I don't have a problem with it, but it's it just doesn't not... make sense when it's like we're scared to put this out. But here you go. It's like wait, right? <laughs> you either either commit what to are the we doing? you commit to are the you bit. In or are you out? You commit to the bit or you don't. Like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Are you in? Or you got you, you got games about people going to war. Advanced Wars is about people going to war, and so is Fire Emblem. <laughs> what are we? What are you talking about? What are we even talking about? Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo. Just put the game out. Nintendo's scared. A bunch of cowards over there. So yeah, moral of the story: This is awesome that it actually came out because Mother Three is a fantastic game. But at the same time, if you live in anywhere else but Japan. You're never gonna play this game officially. I mean, so just find whatever means you can to play it. You can you can have a Japanese account in America. You can make and have it on your Switch, but it's gonna be in Japanese. Just, again, I was gonna say the game's gonna be gotta, in Japanese. Learn, so still, unless you know Japanese, there's still, no point. Still have to learn Japanese to play it. Uh, <laughs> again, crazy. If if there's no way for you to buy it, you can't you can't steal what you can't buy. Is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with that let's move on to this next story this last one uh coming from wesley yinpool over at ign sega says it's crazy taxi reboot is a triple a game sega has called its crazy taxi reboot a triple a game in december during the game awards 2023 sega announced new games in the jet set radio shinobi golden axe streets of rage and crazy taxi franchises uh, we're in development alongside the teaser trailer below. The video shows brief gameplay clips of each of the games set to return. We haven't heard much about the initiative since, but in an article published by the Japan Times, one Sega executive referenced a Crazy Taxi reboot specifically and called it a AAA game. Uh, Takaya uh, Sagawa, 
uh, who runs Sega's support studio in Sapporo, said, We're responsible for titles such as Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis, and Hatsune Miku Colorful Stage. In cooperation with the bases in Tokyo and overseas, we are also participating in the development of AAA titles, including Crazy Taxi. At present, we don't have any titles developed independently by the studio, but we intend to do so in the future. Crazy Taxi is a driving game series that first appeared in the arcades in 1999 before ports on consoles such as the Dreamcast saw it uh, enjoy popularity in the home. You play a taxi driver who speeds through the city to deliver passengers to their destinations, performing stunts to earn points along the way. The Crazy Taxi reboot is one of the first games coming out as part of Sega's bid to revive its legacy franchises, although the company has yet to announce a release window or in which form the games will launch. But Sagawa calling Crazy Taxi a AAA game, perhaps fans can expect something more significant than just a modest return for one of the most beloved arcade games. Adrian, with the most experience with Crazy Taxi on this show right now, how does that make you feel? The arcade game gone AAA. It terrifies me. <laughs> this was never the vision for Crazy Taxi. I don't know what they're doing with this, and it, it makes me nervous. Crazy Taxi was fun because it was a short, round-based arcade game. Whether it was at the arcade or it was at home on a Dreamcast, it was fun because it was simple, but it was just enough challenge that you wanted to keep trying to get better and better and better. Hmm. I don't know if they're going to try to add like a story mode onto it or an open world onto it or whatever to try to make it AAA. I do not think that is what Crazy Taxi. And when I say I don't think that is what it's for, I don't mean that it like it's bad that it's simple. I mean it's that's its strength is its it's, it's simplicity. Right. So that yeah, I don't that makes me so nervous. Because you're you're gonna get away from what makes Crazy Taxi fun. Because if I have to speed 15 minutes to get to the next level because it's an open world game, I'm gonna be pissed. So, or unless it's like a nice, tight, small open world. So here's here's what popped in my head. I just had this vision come to me while you were talking. Um, imagine it's a world. <laughs> imagine a world. Uh, that I don't, for some reason I'm imagining this like world in like the 80s or something like Vice City basically and you do control a character and you don't necessarily you don't like leave your car at all like you just stay in the car but think like yeah 80s Vice City or like what was that game Driver and you just drive around the world and pick up mission like it all takes place in your car but there's more to the world than just being like oh a generic city it's like oh I think adding more characters and, and like some sort of storylines and stuff like that where you're going from point A to point B and like and I guess the idea of too of thinking like basing it off Vice City like that's not a huge world like you can drive across that map fairly quickly um, uh-huh. and so like having something that where it's like a simple not too crazy large world but it's like rich with a lot of character and a lot of uh, uh, feeling to it like it's not just like a again generic city because that's my experience with crazy taxi and i could be totally wrong the few times i played it, it it's always just like oh we're just in a x x city whatever it is and just looks like kind of like a generic new york city or something like that um in my few experiences with it so i don't know i just feel like they could kind of build out a story where it's almost like a driver basically but something like that i don't know I, if, that, if that makes sense but i, I think that'd be kind of fun like this at add more flair to the world so it's like all right this would be fun to just live in and drive around and experience and go different places and stuff like that but i don't know i guess 
I guess that would work. Did you ever play the I Driver series? Like Driver on PS1. I think Driver 2 was also on PS1, or maybe that was a PS2 game as well. I think so. Um, I remember playing Drive 3R. Drive 3R. <laughs> what a terrible branding. Let's call it Driver 3. <laughs> why, why make the E the 3? That's not what it says on the box. It says Drive 3R. Drive Sorry. Three, drive 3 or or drive three R, yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, Lindsay in the chat does say uh, they need to rename Crazy Tech actually to be like Ultimate Uber or something. <laughs> so good. Um, uh, and, and they also say wasn't Simpsons Hit and Run considered AAA? Is that true? Um, because if that's the case, then then yeah, like I like that along those lines, but just in the Crazy Taxi world, they could get away with something like that. I I guess it I if I. I would say Hit and Run is a double A that was pushed to triple A because of the IP. If that makes sense. See, because uh, The Simpsons is so huge. Yeah. Any game that you make featuring them automatically gets that that level of recognition. But as a game, it was definitely a double A feeling game. I mean, in my opinion, any game that is a licensed game, even like Simpsons Hit and Run or any of the other hundreds of licensed games that exist on the ps2 <laughs> uh are all double a in my in my brain in my book but um but yeah i guess i don't know i what it, yeah i guess i there is a certain like uh, 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 uh love or affinity for simpson hit and run that does kind of like almost push it up into that triple it a is a great about. game but yeah it's not like <clears throat> It's not it's not on the level of, of of a polish of Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Right. Exactly. It's a good imitation. And it's made better because of the Simpsons IP, because you have so much to play with with that world. But if you're gonna put, you know, those two neck and neck, it's not really not really a contest, unfortunately. Yeah. Not too much, but yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see what they mean by this. Hopefully we hear, because this is supposed to be the first of the, all the reboots that are coming out. It's supposed to be the first one they release. Um, it'd be cool if we got something soon, like the end of this year. Yeah. You know, that'd be sweet. Like, imagine if it came out as like a holiday release or something, fall release this year. The start of the Super Game. Exactly. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. So stay tuned here for those updates, because we'll definitely be talking about it. All right, uh, and with that, I believe it is now time to talk about our Patreon ad. So let's do the same. Let's do it. This is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us over there starting at just $1 a month. That's right, $1. You get episodes early and ad-free such as this show uh, and uh, Super Later Boys, which is up to episode five now. We got five episodes out. You can go, go listen to exclusively on our Patreon, nowhere else. Um, it's a fun one. We, uh, Yeah, it's a little more low-key, laid back, either me or Adrian or me and Adrian with a guest. Um, chatting about life, chatting about games, chatting about making music. We have DJ Trues on, so if you're enjoying these tunes in the background, uh, you can hear his process with making the music, what that's like. Um, if you want to hear about some old PC games, dad jokes, and uh, Pokemon, I guess we talked about like old Pokemon and how Connor and Eddie used to play Pokemon in the church basement growing up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go check out Super Later Boys Episode 5. 
Um, but uh, we got our $5 tier where you can support us there and get those previous perks and the show notes early so you can see exactly what we're going to be talking about here on Monday nights when we record the show. And leave your own questions, comments, concerns, thoughts right on the dock. That's right. You can leave comments anywhere you want in the dock. So if you want to answer the mailbag segment, if you have thoughts on the nerdy news stories, if you want to talk about what you've been playing and thoughts on games, go ahead and leave it all right there for us to see during the show while we're recording. And then uh, the $10 tier, you can be a super gamer sponsor where you get those previous perks and a big old shout out on each and every episode at the top of the show. Uh, And uh, then we got the top dog tier Patreon producer where you can support us at $15 a month. You get all those previous perks, shout outs, the early episodes, the show notes, but you also get the pitches of show segments. So if there's an idea you've been uh, you've had and you're like you know what I think they would just kill it they did this or uh, or if you have like a little segment that you want to contribute for a while we had Kajoma's Card Game Corner uh, then think about or even an Adrian was a Patreon producer he had a super indie boy that he did for a while he'd send us videos and we'd play them live on air so if you have a, an idea you think would be uh, pretty awesome for the show think about supporting us over there submit your segment and uh, yeah we'll give it the old college try it's always fun always fun when people submit their ideas and you get to uh, enjoy them for a bit so uh, man I still have like PTSD though from the early days one of our first Patreon producers where Matt Lou made us watch <laughs> what's called losing reviews because the last name was Lou but it also you know, referenced, you know, we're, we're the losers. We're the losers reviewing these loser movies. We had to watch these terrible movies and then review them. It was not great, <clears throat> but you know, we did it. We did it. It was fun. It was a joy. And we, we appreciate all the Patreon supporters. Thank you all so much. You do support us who aren't listening right now, probably because you listen at free. Uh, but if you want to be awesome, just like those folks, please think about heading over there. Patreon.com slash super gamer boys supporting us today. Uh, you can also support us by going to sgbstore.com. You can buy our new hat. We got a dad cap. Uh, we I did order Adrian a hat last week, I think it was. <clears throat> it's not coming in the mail. Not coming in the mail till like March, I think it was, which is ridiculous. Uh, but that's how drop shipping works. <laughs> uh, you just got to wait for them to print that up. Who knows when it'll show up. But uh, we might have a new hat design coming out. And it's a little bit different than dad cap. I actually, I like it. So we'll see how it turns out. We'll see how the demo turns out, the sample, and then I might get that up there. But we got sweatshirts, we got t-shirts, we got stickers, we got coffee mugs. We got all all sorts of fun things over there. So whatever you might be looking for, it's a little something something to rep the podcast, show it off in public to your friends when you go out for drinks, or maybe you can go to work and you can dress more casually. Check it out. Casual Fridays. Wear our sweatshirt. It's great. Perfect, perfect combo. Our sweatshirt and casual Fridays. Uh, you know, you, you know it's true, Adrian. You're shaking your head at me, but you know it's true. You can also support us okay. by subscribing to us on Twitch. That's right. If you're watching live right now over at twitch.tv slash the Super Game Boys or anytime, even if we're not even online, you can subscribe to us anytime you want. We don't have to be streaming for you to sub. It's just if you sub while we're streaming we give you a big old shout out but uh you can sub to our channel for free cost you zero dollars you have an amazon prime account you can link that amazon account to your twitch account and use your prime gaming subscription you get one free one each and every month you have to remember to use it each month it does not go automatically so if you used it last month or the month before 
Think about using it again. Right at the beginning of this stream, Kajoma used his. Uh, so if you're out there and you're like, oh, shoot, I haven't used it this month, or oh, I didn't know this existed, link your account, drop the sub here. We'd very much appreciate it. Because, um, yeah, we get five bucks. Doesn't cost you anything. All, all it costs you is about, what, 10 seconds of your time to click that sub button. Use Prime Sub. So we'd very much appreciate it. Thank you for all who do. And oh, and you also get access to our emotes all across Twitch. So you get to use uh, Adrian's hype face or my just pain face. When someone does something so painful, so sad, you can just throw up my ugly mug on their chat and make them suffer even more. <laughs> All right, that's it for that. Let's get back to the show. All right, Adrian, we are back. It's now time for me to ask you the most important question of the year. Hit me. What you playing? What am I playing? <laughs> I have been playing a couple things actually. Back on my 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 little travel road dog here, my old man, uh, not old, my, my road dog, my play date. Um, couple new games dropped recently Ooh. that I have been um, enjoying very much. Uh, one is called Pull Frog. And it is essentially Tetris, but you are a little frog who is who can hop between the pieces okay. and use your tongue to grab them and then kind of pull them across the 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 play. I, I don't know what you call it, the level, I guess, okay. to make your pieces connect. So they would fall as if they were regular Tetris pieces, but you can, you know, shoot your tongue in any way to kind of pull them over and make it fit and meanwhile you're trying to make sure that the pieces don't fall on you so you're jumping from piece to piece trying to pull everything to make sure it all fits together and it's uh it's a good time it's a it's a, it's a really fun twist on the classic tetris formula that's really cool i man i <sighs> so horribly neglect my play day it sits here on my desk it's a wonderful clock uh and but like <laughs> i just I forget to actually pick it up and play it. I did play Root Bear when that came out. Like that was Great just like uh, last Great last game. month or something like that a few weeks ago. Uh, that game was fantastic. I didn't beat it by any means. It's it's tricky. It's trickier than you think it would be. But boy, absolutely, this is such a joy. Um, and so many of the games on there are so stinking good. Uh, I'm 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 glad you are more responsible than I in keeping up with some of the new catalog games because I am not, and it's so fun to hear though these 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 new ones. So that's a cool one. I'm still I'm still pushing it. I got to figure out who I need to contact over at Panic. I need to be a brand ambassador. Right. I'm not joking about that. I'm 100% not joking about. We just need to reach out like right directly to their customer support. Like we just need to go right to the source. Like forget about this. Like figuring it out business we just need to like do it just email and be like hey just do it here's a link to our video you guys tweeted it out how awesome it was you guys did this you like because we've gotten a lot of response from them already be like hey here's who we are what does it take like well what what, what is, does it take is there an official application like well i will do we need to fly to portland to do? like what are we gonna need to do we'll, we'll make it happen i will gladly i will fly to portland to visit their office that'd be awesome <laughs> because that's like that's that's i think that's our our top video on our channel right i think it has the most views of out of any videos at all on our channel but I, I wouldn't be surprised i'm pretty, but pretty yeah, sure it is, no every so. time i always i i've been saying i i would gladly be a a brand ambassador for play if they if they would let me so 
I'd, 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 I'd do it for free. I don't care. All right. Well, we need to figure it out. Hit up the big boys. Go right, yes. right, to, the top, right um, to the top. What else have you been playing? Or is that it? Another one is... Uh, let me look at the name because I always forget the name. Um, hang on one second. I just had it. Uh, it's Under the Castle. It's a roguelike game. It's pretty sweet. Oh, okay. It's... So you go through different dungeons under... Uh, <laughs> they said the name under a castle and um, you <laughs> fight enemies and you pick up items and you get to use them as you go along uh, you can find you actually run into like people who have been captured and set them free there's like little various quests that you can do within the dungeons to kind of you know extend your, your play time in your session okay. it's pretty cool you get different weapons and stuff like that and, uh, you know, health potions and whatnot to help you. It's your classic, uh, your classic adventure rogue game. But the art and the music are so good in it. I don't know how they pulled off half the stuff that they do. It really looks like a like a Super Nintendo game, which is crazy because the system's only one bit. But what? somehow they make it work. It's pretty sick. That and Apparently there's a boss at the end of the game, but I don't know if I'll ever reach it because <laughs> it's... it's that, yeah. That's one thing I love about, I do love about, or appreciate about the, the the play date is you're so limited in, like, there's so many limitations on the system as far as like the display. It's like, it, it's it's an e-ink display, right? It's technically like a like or kind of sorta. It's more akin to a game. It's more akin to how the Game Boy screen works, but yeah. it's actually good. Yeah, it's like a yeah. I guess that's true. It's like a, it's like a good version, like a, a high def version of a Game Boy screen, basically. Um, uh-huh. And like it has like a pretty basic speaker in it. Like there's just so much, so many things like stacked against it. But man, people figure out how to just thrive even in those limitations from like like you were talking about the music just like i feel like every game i played on there has like a banger soundtrack uh the the graphics are either just like they they really figure out how to do this like yeah every game looks or it's an off the wall idea that you couldn't do with any other kind of hardware because of the crank yeah that too so that's what i was gonna yeah the third thing is like from graphics and then like gameplay wise like people come up with like genius ideas of ways to use the crank um, cause it's like, at first it's like, all right, is it just going to turn into like a bunch of fishing simulators or something? Like, I don't know. It's like, people can get lazy with this, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh no, like they actually like do some really genius things as far as like, uh, like moving worlds and puzzles around or like one of my favorite, it's so simple. Uh, and it's in the season pass when you buy a play date, it comes with it free is like, like the, what's the one with the, like the tin man with the, and they go forward and backwards in time. Like. It's so oh, simple. Kraken. Yeah, Kraken's crank- time adventure. Yeah, and it's just like so simple, but it's just like crank it forward to move forward in time and then like go backwards in time or like move around, like stuff like that. It's like, you man. Gotta, uh, yeah, so, so awesome. I love it. It's so awesome. It, it, um, And then... It really... It, I was just going to say, like, it's just amazing. And it, I mean, and it's, it's true for anything. Like, yeah, like having limits will always just like force creativity and it's so great. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Um, and then the last one I got, uh, I haven't tried it yet, but, um, it's, it's on my list. Of course, uh, it is a, um, interactive novel. Hmm. Okay. Um, hang on. I'll, I'll get you the name here. It's called the, uh, the Barkless Doctrine. 
Hmm. And it's okay. it's a how should I say it? Um, here I you know what I can read you the description. Vamp for me real quick. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of another game. There oh one one game I didn't get to play too much of, but I watched someone. I think I watched you play it actually. It was during our our uh, spooky gamer boys where you played uh what's that one where you're like summoning a demon in the attic or whatever and you have to like oh demon quest demon quest yeah that one's awesome it's so good but it's, it's just so like i don't think that one really used the crank but it's just the, like i don't know graphically it's really fun and then uh like the story and that one it was like all about like like the world building of just like yes a bunch of teens sitting up in an attic like summoning a demon and figuring out like all right who are you going to use for what and like how are you going to respond to this thing like you're like choosing is my boyfriend cheating on me yeah, or asking, like stupid teenager problems it's so good stupid dude stupid questions to this like you could ask them any, anything ask for all the power in the world or something and then you're just like yeah this stupid like high schooler like oh drama stuff but it's like so great such a fun take on that sort of game it should so, be like a horror game and it's not it's silly it's not it's it's awesome <laughs> uh so the barkless doctrine here's the here's the blurb about it is an interactive comedy novel it's a book in which you navigate the complex geopolitical tomfoolery that gets thrown at you uh for example will you accept i guess kitty as a character in the game uh will you accept kitty's inf- invitation to a daring mission will you be rude to people or only kind of rude Green or red salsa, you choose wisely, for the fate of the free world is in your goofball hands. Like a spy thriller paperback shuffled with a 1972 joilet, joilet, toilet jokes book, this is a heart-pounding, page-turning read filled with likable characters, high stakes, and a freewheeling spirit. Dude. Read at your own pace, don't worry about restarting or dying, but most importantly, remember to have fun with it. So it's a choose-your-own-adventure. So yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. Awesome. So you, I need to get that. So game. you read, and there's like illustrations that go with it, and then they give you a, like a list of choices that you can choose from, and the story adapts based onto that. Dang, I'm gonna find it right now. I have a current. I currently have an update that my playdate's doing, but once that's done, you can look on the website too. They're all it. listed there. Ooh, okay. <sighs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So I'm excited to try that one out. Nice. Um, well, for myself, I don't have mm-hmm. much new. More Helldivers 2. That game is incredible. We already talked uh, about it during the news section. Um, please play Helldivers. It's so good. And if you do, let so us know because good. it's it's more fun to play with friends. So if you are playing it let us, and you need friends, let us know because I'm down to play. Um yep. We'll drop in on you. We'll, we'll drop in. They, literally, it will probably kill you a couple times. They'll drop directly on your head and kill you. I won't, <laughs> at least not on purpose, because I like getting XP. I mean, you still get you XP. If you... I like finishing missions and getting more XP <laughs> okay, because right. we didn't waste our lives <laughs> goofing around. Uh, I also started playing Half-Life 2. Um, I was playing it on stream, but it got to the point where I'm like, I kind of need to finish it because we're going to be talking about it on a um um, a super npc radio show um Mm. and uh and i know final fantasy 7 rebirth is coming out and i'm like that's probably going to take up a lot of stream time so i just nothing else matters after that comes out yeah i need to start just playing half-life 2 on my own so i started playing the steam deck and i was so streaming it obviously i was playing on my pc and it looks great runs great fun all this stuff but man playing on the steam deck 
is actually surprisingly not great for Half-Life 2. Really? Which is surprising because it's a Valve game. It's a Valve a game. Valve device. But it does this weird thing where they, and I don't know why they made this choice. And I know I could I could probably change it because you can customize the whole control scheme. But the default control scheme uses the gyroscope to aim. So like you have to like like you're tilting your Steam Move Deck your around to like look. I mean you can use the analog stick too. But what's okay? So here's the weird thing: the gyroscope isn't active by default. So if you just turn this, your Steam Deck around, it uh-huh. it doesn't move. Um, it, what it utilizes though, and I didn't realize the Steam Deck had this, but it, it must have like a capacitive uh, button built in, or like a touchpad built into the thumbsticks. So uh-huh. if you rest your thumb on the thumbstick, then the gyro kicks in. So uh, I, did you did you know the Steam Deck even had that feature? I did because okay. of Left 4 Dead. I tried Left 4 Dead on it, but okay, yeah. So that's basically. That on? So, anyways, though, like, so I I put my right thumb on the right thumbstick and try to look around, and if I happen to like move a little bit, I'll be shooting, and all of a sudden, I, like, maybe I just like you know itching my elbow or something like that, and all of a sudden, my guns like like shaking. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like stay straight. Why are you Why are you aiming all over? It drives me crazy. So. Yeah, the the controls are just a little janky on on without without. Can you switch it to use the mouse pad? I probably I, I probably could, but that's the thing. Like you think, you think the defaults would be fairly like intuitive, but they're not. Like that, like they they're kind of forcing me to have to go in and customize all the controls and stuff. It's just annoying. I'm just like, why why would they do that? Like just I make mean, that's, it. That's the that comes with the territory when you try to satisfy every control style, right? Like you got touchscreen, you got. Uh, gyroscope. And, well, you got the touch pads. You got controls. You got, and that's and that's the thing. I feel like they're actually trying to. That's the problem with the control scheme. It's trying to cover all of them in one, and it's like, no, just pick one. Just pick a basic, standard, analog stick style. Like, I think even in its description, it even says like, oh, like based off of the Xbox and PlayStation from the orange box or whatever. It's just like, but it's not because it has gyro. Like, why does it have gyro right. added? What is this? Um, Maybe PS3 because PS3 had gyro, but not it's not even the, remotely the same. No, no. So, uh, which orange box was on PS3? It was on PS3 and 360. So, yeah. like that makes sense. But yeah, it was weird. I, I don't like it, and I mean I'm getting used to it, and because I, again I don't want to. It's like I don't want to take the time to have to fix this. Like I just so I've been just trying to figure it out and get used to it, and it's my only gripe. Otherwise, Half Life 2's actually been amazing, especially compared to Half Life One. Half Life One. There's a lot, and I talked about it on the episode that we did last year with Super MPC Radio. Um, I I respect the game because it did so much for what we had. Like it, it 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 innovated so much that we have today in first person shooters. Mm-hmm. But boy, was it rough to play because it's an old game, <laughs> 1998, 1997 uh, shooter game. Not great. Um, but this game, holy smokes! I think this game came out in like 2004 or something. Uh, if I remember right, and Half Life Two, yes, uh, Orange Box, right. Orange Box was like 2007, but the original when it originally came out on PC, I think it was like 2004. Um, and boy, it's like it's amazing what like five six years does for video games. Like this game feels and looks and the story progression, like the level design, everything is so great. Uh, I'm going to talk more about it on the Super NPC Radio when that goes live. I'll let you guys all know so you can hear because it'll be me. Connor's hosting. Please do. Uh, and uh, our friends, uh, uh, Kristen and uh, Michael Hearn, 
uh, all going to be over there. It's going to be going to be a good one. So it's a pretty stacked, uh, stacked deck right there. Yeah, I mean, at least with those three, I'm just like the the jester thrown in, like, oh, look at me, I <laughs> pretend to do a podcast. You know, these guys are a bunch of cool people, but yeah. learned doctors over <laughs> yeah, there, exactly, a bunch of professionals. Uh, but it's a good time. It's a good time. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, Lindsay in the chat says, I wrote an article about the easiest ways to accidentally kill teammates in Helldivers. I, of course. I need to check that out. Uh, so that way. No, I, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I, I have some homework to do after the show. So maybe we I should, like to win. Let's, Please don't do that. Let's wrap the show up so I can do a little homework for the next time we play Helldivers. Uh. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you who tune in here each and every week on YouTube, on Twitch, on podcast services, in our Discord, on social media, sharing our stuff. You guys are all awesome. You guys are the real MVPs in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Without you guys, people wouldn't find us. People wouldn't care. So we appreciate the shares, the likes on social media. um, And... uh, yeah, again, where it's been a, cool to see so much growth just in two months of 2024. We have had more growth in the last two months, or the, these first two months of 2024, than we did the entirety of 2023. And that feels so good. So we're hoping to keep this train rolling. Uh, and hopefully it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, so thank you. And if you really love our stuff, want to help us make cool things, think about heading over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. We can support us over there starting at just one dollar a month and uh that helps again kind of keep the lights on helps keeps the production stuff going on the back side of the show as well as purchase games that we play on stream and in the shows so think about supporting us over there on patreon sgbstore.com you can also get some sweet merch uh, with our logos and designs on hats and shirts think about checking that out uh I, and I try to keep the prices fairly reasonable. Obviously, we got to cover the cost of materials, but I do my best to make mm-hmm, it not mm-hmm. too outrageous. So think about going over there and get some cool, cool merch. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is we only make like a couple bucks off of each thing. So uh, that's how cheap I try to keep it for you guys. Because it's like, I want people to actually buy the merch, right? Like, I'm fine. Like, making money is cool, but also imagine like if a bunch I'm of people... I'm not pe- trying to get a $30 markup yeah, off you guys. Imagine if a bunch of people are just running around wearing our shirts that's even cooler to me than making a bunch ton of money off it so. the, exactly <laughs> um uh oh alindia hang on alindia has an update oh article will post wednesday so the post is not out so that's a sneak preview for all you uh scoop. No, we got the inside scoops i'm kidding i'm kidding we're kidding we're kidding <laughs> it's a joke it's a joke i mean this episode doesn't go out till wednesday either so by this time yeah the, the true, article so will good. be out and everyone will be like oh i'm gonna go <laughs> check it out now uh very very good all right, you can find us. Oh, wait, shout out to Jack Sriracha Yate and DJ Trues for allowing us to use their music on the show. Remember, we're listening to DJ Trues tonight. If you like his stuff, find the links in the show description on YouTube and podcast app. Links are there for Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, he's a fantastic dude and makes some fantastic music, so go check it out. You can find us during the week uh, at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at gmorlang. Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy. That is right. And that is it. That's all I got. So, Adrian, would you mind taking us out? Sounds like a plan. Folks, thank you for hanging with us for another week of Super Gamer Boys. We appreciate every time you hang out with us, tell a friend about us, and, of course, support us any way you can, even if that's just hanging out or buying merch, whatever. Doesn't matter. You're here. That's what matters the most. Uh, As always... 
just like I, I I can't say it enough. We appreciate any and everybody who uh, you know is rocking with us, and uh, our recent growth has been incredible, and we're just hoping to keep it moving. So until next time, we are the Super Gamer Boys, and we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Fun ways to accidentally kill people in hell divers. You better not read that. Bookmarks, bookmark right now. Thank you.